Hey everyone, Chuck Underwood here, and welcome to the brand new Vegan Podcast. Hey everybody, Chuck Underwood here, and welcome to episode three of the brand new Vegan Podcast. Sorry I'm a little late this week, but you know, I caught that flu. And yes, I can personally attest it is every bit as bad as what we've been hearing about. I was out for literally 10 straight days, and uh, it wasn't fun, not at all. Sore throat, the body aches, the cough, the congestion, the feeling like garbage, don't want to get out of bed, don't want to do anything. And the sore throat, I think, was really the worst part. Um, that really hurt. Four days in a row of just feeling like you're swallowing broken glass. It was just absolutely horrible. But I'm on a mend. Everything's better now. I feel great. Um, thankfully, it only lasted 10 days. So today, we're going to get right back to it and talk about something that's kind of important, especially if you're brand new. And that's not necessarily the how or the what. I mean, we know the what, right? We're on a plant-based diet. We're, we're becoming vegan. That's the what. The how is everywhere. Books, movies, the when and the where. That's obviously easy. But the important thing, I think, more important than anything else, is the why. Why are you doing this? Because if you don't know that, you're probably not going to stick around with this very long. What is your why? What's the main reason that's driving you to do this? Because you know it's not going to be easy. Your friends are going to laugh. Your, your family's going to laugh or get mad at you. That happens too. Looking at this list on Facebook the other day about all the, the grumbles that I've been collecting from people about this way of eating. You know, the meals aren't going to be quick. Seriously, you're going to have to cook. Prep time, it's, it's going to take a while to cook this stuff. I try to make it as fast and easy as I can, but sometimes it just takes a little bit of prep work. Like I said, your family may or may not support you. Are you ready for that? Eating out is going to be horrible. I hope you like salads or baked potatoes, because that's pretty much, in a lot of places, the only thing you can find. Traveling, unless you take your food with you. Again, you got those you know, those greasy, uh, greasy spoon diners and restaurants along the highway. They're not going to have vegan food. And if they do, it's not going to be very healthy stuff. Planning your meals out could be a chore for people. Being judged. I'm looking at my list. You know, trying to find replacements for cheese, trying to find replacements for eggs, that kind of stuff. But especially being judged by your friends and your family. That's going to hurt. So this is not going to be easy. So why are you doing this? And typically when people start this journey, they have three main reasons. And they pick, you know, one of those three reasons is why they're vegan. One, the animals. That's the main definition of being a vegan is helping the animals, stopping the cruelty, stopping the uh, unnecessary slaughter, the torture. And for people who may be in your family or your friends that laugh at you because this is your reason why, I challenge them. Look up on YouTube a little movie called Earthlings. It's narrated by Joaquin Phoenix. And I challenge them to watch this movie and then laugh at you. I can't watch it. 
I've tried. I've watched like five minutes and I have turned it off. That movie should explain pretty clearly to your friends and family why you're vegan for the animals. And if I don't, oh, I'm sorry. I can't help you then. I, like I said, I can't watch it. Um, I'll put a link to that movie down in the show notes. So if you want to if you want to watch it, there'll be a link for you. The second reason that a lot of people do this is for the environment. It's for the planet. We are literally hurting our planet pretty bad because we're growing cows and we're growing the food to feed the cows. And again, there's a movie that explains this way better than I ever can. You may have seen it. If you haven't, look it up. I think it's on Netflix. It's not going to be free on YouTube. Well, it might be, but it is on Netflix, I believe. Or you can just order it online. And I'll put a link also in the show notes for where you can buy the movie or uh, maybe rent it. And it's called Cowspiracy. Now, if, if you've been on here for a while, you know What the Health. That was a huge movie that just came out. Uh, got a lot of attention. The same director. Uh, I think his name's Kip Anderson. He is the one who directed and put together Cowspiracy. So where Earthlings focused on the animals, and of course we know um, like uh, Forks Over Knives, and I'll talk about that in a minute, that focused on the health, which is our third reason. Cowspiracy talks mostly about the environment. And uh, it's a really good, it's a really good movie to watch. It, like I said, if you have anybody who's laughing at you because you've become vegan for the planet, I challenge them to watch this movie. I mean, it may open their eyes. I hope. Um, I've got the uh, fact sheet pulled up here in front of me, and just some of the, some of the facts on this is just they're mind blowing. Species extinction. I mean, I can go down the list of how raising cows and the food for cows is hurting our planet, climate change, global warming, deforestation, depletion of our resources, soil erosion, habitat loss, species extinction, ocean dead zones, water pollution, air pollution, world hunger. I mean, these are serious, serious things. Species extinction, it just blows my mind. 110 animals and insects, species are lost every single day from the rainforest due to deforestation. One to two acres of rainforest are cleared every second. Is that not crazy? I mean, I have property. I have like four acres, and that would be like those four acres being gone, like 1,000, they're gone, completely gone, so that we can raise cows or raise food. That fast. That's that's scary. 91% of our Amazon rainforest destruction is because of animal agriculture. Water use. We're using a lot of water to raise these cows. Like, one-third of our Earth's fresh water. You know, where we might use, like, say, 5% for our domestic household use. Animals use 55%. Put it this way, one hamburger, 660 gallons of water to make that one hamburger to, for, for the cows and for the, the grains that the cows eat. And you know that grains that were growing, the soybean and the corn, 
that's all GMO. You know that. It's all genetically modified by Monsanto. So, yeah, think about that next time one of your friends is taking a bite of that hamburger. They might be against GMO, but they're eating it because it's in the grain that they use to feed the cow. Speaking of cows, here's another. I'm, I'm looking at this uh, fact sheet. Another little tidbit. Seven million pounds, basically cow poo, are produced every minute by the animals raised for food in the U.S. Seven million pounds of poo every minute. That's the equivalent of like city waste of 411,000 people. That That's just nuts. That is nuts. Livestock covers 45% of our total land mass. I mean, it's crazy. Watch this movie. If that doesn't change their minds, like I said, I challenge them. Anybody who's laughing because we're a vegan for our planet, it's our only planet, folks. We don't have anywhere else to go. And yeah, maybe it won't affect us in our lifetime, but what about our kids? What about our grandkids? I want to make sure that we leave this place better than when we were here ourselves for our grandkids. They deserve that. Anyway, moving on. And, and of course, lastly, the, the last reason, and, and I'm sure for most of you, it's the reason you're here, is for your health. Animals, planet, your own personal health. Because maybe you've seen what the health. You've seen Forks Over Knives. And there's a ton of those movies. That's what got me started back in 2008. I think I watched uh, Super Size Me. You know, the whole the McDonald's thing. After that, I was like blown away because I used to love McDonald's. Um, I started watching every movie I could find. Food Inc. That That's a movie all about big, uh, big food, the corporate food companies and the little tricks they like to pull to get us to buy their stuff. Food Matters, that's another good one. Uh, Process People, that's kind of how I was introduced to Dr. John McDougall and uh, Jeff Novick, the uh, nutritionist, dietitian. Lots of good movies out there, and they're all focusing on your health. And again, I'll put uh, put links in the show notes for some of these movies. They're still on Netflix if you want to watch them. Some of the older ones, I'm sure you can find uh, places you can rent them. Really, I haven't seen a bad one yet. What the Health was the latest one, and that's the one everybody's talking about. Um, so is, is your reason your health? That's important. Or is it somebody else's health? Like maybe your, your husband or your wife or your kids? Because I hate to say it, it might be hard to get somebody else to change. We've all seen the forums and the um, Facebook groups about people trying to change somebody in their family, and they just won't. I have family members that they don't listen to me. It usually starts a fight when I bring up anything that they eat that I think is going to hurt them. So sometimes the best thing you can do is just look away. But like I said, if your reason why is somebody else's health, it may not be a good enough reason. Focus on your own health. And if that is your reason why, your own health, maybe you had a scare. Maybe you had a heart attack. I hope not. But stroke. Um, you had a stent put in. Whatever. That's a pretty scary thing. And it may have been just the wake-up call you needed. If that's your reason why, that's a pretty good reason to get you to stick with this. 
and I see a lot of those people online, because we know watching the movies that eating this way is probably one of the best things we can do for our health, specifically the plant-based, whole food plant-based, no oil by Dr. John McDougall, by Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, by Dr. Neil Bernard, you know, all of those plant-based doctors, they all promote this diet, this whole foods, nothing processed, real food, as Michael Pollan from the uh, the book author, Eat Food, Not Too Much, Mostly Plants, that guy, plant-based, which automatically eliminates the animals and the dairy and all that stuff, and then the no oil. This diet has been shown by studies. And again, if you have friends that are laughing at you because you're doing this for your health and they don't believe you or whatever, have them watch some of these documentaries. Have them go to these websites. Um, Dr. Dean Ornish published his findings in like the big medical journals where he reversed heart disease. They actually have x-rays of the arteries opening back up. Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, he did the same thing. It's been repeated. Dr. McDougall and Dr. Bernard have both helped people reverse, slow down, or actually reverse their type 2 diabetes to where they don't have to take the metformin anymore. They don't have to do the insulin shots anymore. it's, It's amazing what giving your body the right kind of food can do for healing itself. So that's a pretty important reason. But my my whole point of this, this podcast is what is your reason? I've given you three examples. What's yours? And whatever it is, don't lose sight of that because that's what's going to keep you going when it gets tough. And as I said, it will get tough. I've been doing this, forget how long, eight, nine, ten years. The blog for four, the blog itself, with all the comments I've had from, you know, those kinds of people, you got to have a good reason why or you're just not going to stick with it. You're just going to give up. So that's the whole point of my question today is what's your reason. Find your passion. Before you do anything else, if you're brand new, before you start looking at the hows and the recipes and you know what can I eat and all this kind of stuff, ask yourself why. You know, my reason why is pretty it's pretty easy. Um, I'm 55 years old. When I went back to work after I closed my previous business back in 2008, uh, I had a computer store. And it was in a strip mall, and I had a hamburger joint next door, and I had a Quiznos down the street, and I could call the local sub shop and order my my typical lunch, and they, oh, hey, hi, Chuck. You know, they knew exactly who I was by what I ordered. It was so easy to eat out with all those restaurants around me, and I did. And uh, I got up to pretty hefty size, 225 pounds, and blood pressure was pretty high, and cholesterol was pretty high, and and I smoked. And that's not a good combination if you're, you know, late 40s, early 50s. That's an invitation for a heart attack. So my reason why was my, my health. And then my wife had issues right after I went back to work. She was 
having headaches, went in for a doctor appointment. They scheduled an MRI, which I thought was the craziest thing ever. Like, why? What are you doing an MRI for? It's just a headache. It was too fine a brain tumor that was there, and we had no idea. And, and she's fine. No worries. Um, amazing doctors today. They spent 14 hours with her on the operating table and two different teams, and they removed a brain tumor. I still can't wrap my head around that. But, you know, that, was that because of her diet? I don't know. Was it? We'll never know. But with the movies I had already watched and my own health issues at the time, and when this happening, that just fed my fire. It fed my passion that, I don't know if this diet that we used to be on caused this or not, but it's good enough reason for me to change now. I want to try this. And that's actually kind of how Brand New Vegan started is, you know, I had this this passion all of a sudden. Again, that's the point of this post. What's your passion? I had mine, my health, my wife's health. And then, you know, meanwhile, my, I have a 30-something-year-old daughter. She moved back home. I have a five-year-old grandson. He's living here with me, my little buddy. And uh, yeah, that's my why, too. I want to be healthy for them. I want my wife to be healthy. I want my family to be healthy. And is eating McDonald's going to make them not healthy? Pretty good evidence it is. So find your why. Why are you doing this? And and focus on that. Now, I keep repeating that, but it's important. Because if you're doing it because, who's the latest actress or... Or, or singer, what's her name? The one who just announced that she was going to be vegan. Is it Beyonce, I think? I don't know. If you're doing it because some actress or music singer says, I'm vegan and it's a cool thing to do, you're not going to stick with it. And it's important to stick with this. Like I said, it's not going to be easy. So you got to have some reason behind you driving you to keep going in those tough times or you're going to give up. And we don't want that. The animals don't want it. It's not going to help the planet if you give up. We've already talked about that. And it's definitely not going to help your health if you give up. And we especially don't want that. Now, when you get your your why all figured out, when you start working on the how and the recipes and all those problems, the eating outs and the traveling and all that kind of stuff, we can help with that. I mean, there's a lot of people who've been through this. Um, all the different Facebook groups, including my own, there'll be a lot of people there that can help you with that. Figure out your why first. You know, don't worry about the little things. Like I said, we can help with that. The the prep times and the cooking. I'm I'm, I'm working really hard myself to make simpler, easier meals because I know a lot of people are busy and they just don't have time to cook. I realize that. So anyway, get that why down. And like I said, when I figured out my why, especially after my wife had her her surgery, that was it. I was convinced, okay, honey, we're going to do a plant-based diet. And like I said, that's kind of how Brand New Vegan started because she just took one look at me and gave me that what is wrong with you look, like as an alien or something, pretty much threw her apron at me and said, well, I'm not cooking. That's kind of how I started (laughs) learning how to cook myself. 
because I wanted to do this. I wanted to save her life. I wanted to save my own life. I wanted to be here for my grandkids. And I, I think a lot of people don't realize the the husbands or whoever that are so adamant about been eating meat all these years, perfectly fine. It's my body. I'm going to do whatever I want. That's fine until they get sick. What if they're the breadwinner of the house, like I am? Who's uh, who's going to pay the bills while you're sick in the hospital? Who's going to pay the bills after you're gone if you suddenly die of a heart attack? And remember, like 40-something percent of all heart attacks, your first symptom is you're dead. I mean, that's, that's a pretty scary thing. Who's going to take care of your family? I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just saying... That's a good enough reason why for me to ensure that I am here to take care of my family, take care of myself, take care of my grandkids. I was just out for 10 days with the flu. And, you know, thankfully I have this blog. I feel very blessed that I have a means to support myself, support my family. But if I was back in the corporate world taking 10 days off, that would have been disastrous. One, I probably would have been on written warning because that's kind of what they do if you're gone for any length of time, unless you got a doctor's note. And even then, if you do, you're going to have to get FMLA protection so you don't lose your job. And then pretty much you can guarantee most of that's going to be unpaid because we only have so much sick time in those corporations, right? For me, that would have been wiped out after the first couple of days. So, like I said, that was just 10 days of being home with the flu. What if you're in a hospital for... 10 weeks, 10 months. And I don't know what the average person's schedule is if they have bypass surgery, how how long are you off of work? But yeah, short-term and long-term um, disability is only going to pay so much. Get healthy, stay healthy, take care of yourself and take care of your family. That, that's, that's my reason why. What's yours? So feel free to leave the comments. I'd love to know your reason why. And don't get me wrong, there is no bad reason. If you want to be vegan because Beyonce or whoever is vegan, that's that's fine. It may eventually evolve into another reason. You might be on it just long enough to have a movie or two under your belt and then your eyes open up to what's actually happened in these factory farms what's happening to our planet and then you have a whole different reason why you're doing this and that's that's a good thing so find your reason let me know what it is love to hear from you until next time take care of yourself stay away from that flu it's horrible this is Chuck Underwood and this is the Brand New Vegan Podcast